Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm very excited. Me too. Are we going to talk about catfishing? I think we should, considering we planned a whole app. <laughs> considering we've been talking already for about 40 minutes about catfishing. I think we should do that, yeah. I think we should talk about catfishing. So, what, first of all, what have you been up to? What's been going on for you? Oh, honourable quarantine mentions. Always. After all this time, always. Oh, well... I don't know where to begin. I've been getting absolutely fumigated every day. Go on. I love it. Well, (laughs) just uh, everything is so frustrating. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you all agree already without me even speaking. Are you talking specifically about Boris Johnson? Because I'm fumed at that. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking vaguely about Boris Johnson, I guess. I'm talking (laughs) vaguely about that whole thing that I just despise. Basically the fact that we're all allowed out of quarantine now, despite the death toll being at, what, 40,000 now? Ugh, that's what I'm talking about anyway. Shakes head. Shakes head. Shakes head, big time. That's what I'm talking about. What are your honourable quarantine mentions? So much has happened. You bleached your hair, for one. I met my spirit guide. I bleached my hair, I've met my spirit guide. Um, Two equally exciting events. I can't believe it. What happened? So first of all, I bleached my hair. I've become an e-girl. I've done it. Not the the front two bits, kind of the entire bottom layer, the under layer of my hair. Stunning. Bleached within an inch of its life. It really is. Gone. Done and dusted. (laughs) Bleach peroxide blonde. And my spirit... Well, I actually met my spirit guide. My spirit guide. (laughs) Sharp transition to my spirit guide. (laughs) I was saying to my family, it's like, when you can't meet anyone else in quarantine, you need to go and meet your spirit guide. (laughs) literally that so i met my spirit guide guys um so i did a big meditation and i was like i'm gonna meet my spirit guide and i some for some reason said if my spirit guide is here make yourself known (laughs) (laughs) show yourself and they did quite an embarrassing thing to say in your own head a socially distanced yeah way i would hope Mm, yeah two meters apart i said come and make yourself known but do remain a two meter distance and i'm gonna wash my hands afterwards um and i was wearing a mask and (laughs) what did appear in my mind but a giant peacock so that's my so stunning so stunning do we know the name of the peacock no thing is i think he got a bit shy because i (laughs) i want to I wanted to ask more details and stuff, but very quickly, the peacock ran away. You don't want to push. I couldn't push my spirit guide. Cause I d- but then I said... <laughs> <laughs> I can't basically, blame you. We've gone insane. But, well, I don't know why I'm dragging you into this. I've gone insane. But then I said... If this is real, this is when it gets really mad. Okay, this is this is when it. Oh, this is when it goes from mad to mad. You were trying to kind of trick. You were trying to kind of call out your peacock's bluff. Yeah, I was like, so if that, so I, I was kind of coming out of meditation. I was like, okay, that was could have just been my mind <laughs> seeing a big peacock. <laughs> it could have been many things other than a giant peacock that makes decisions for my life. Being one of the least likely outcomes of that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I said, if that is real, if you really are my spirit guide or one of my spirit guide, because we've met some tarot readers who say that we have, they think yours is Jacob from Twilight, for example. They really do. And I would like to see it. <laughs> yes. Erin's spirit guide is kind of literally Jacob. And mine's apparently a white horse, but this peacock dis- um, has, says otherwise. Well, you can have more than one. That's that's a fact, apparently. <laughs> that's just a known thing. <laughs> 
because I feel bad for the white horse. But I'm like mm, the peacock. Showed yeah. Up. So I said to the peacock, <laughs> God Almighty. <laughs> I said to the peacock in my mind's eye, if you are real bring me a white cat in the next few days. Yeah. Because I know all the cats in this area very intimately. I know the cats around Intimately? Here, and it's not a single... Okay, Shane Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do know them intimately. I know them all by name. So I thought, okay, if you bring me a white cat, I'll know that peacock's not messing around. So I'm still looking out for a white cat. Oh, but okay, then, right. But then I started to go a bit mad because I was on TikTok, as I do. Clearly, my hair's bleached. I've been on TikTok. We know what's going on here. And you saw a white cat? Next thing that shows up in my thing, a white cat. Literally a whole TikTok dedicated to a white cat. And I was like, that's a bit weird because oh I, n- I never see things like that. But then I was also like, come on now, you're going mad. I mean, if a white cat's going to be anywhere, it would be on TikTok, wouldn't it? But also, it's like, that's kind of taken the piss for that from that peacock. Because it's like, I asked for a real-life white cat, and you bring me a virtual white cat. And you bring me a TikTok. That that peacock's pissing me about if it's doing shit like that. So. I said initially, you should have brought... You should have asked for something more exciting, like a Switch. <laughs> if only I was clever <laughs> enough. You should have asked for, like, a monetary prize. Oh, yeah, bring me a thousand pounds, peacock, if you're yeah, so exactly. real. If you are yeah. so real, peacock. If you're so clever... <laughs> Bring me a brand new sports car. <laughs> but it's like, I asked for a white cat. I was like, what do I not know? What do I not see? I don't know. White cats. Bring me a white... White cat. Also, just quite quite spooky. But so suddenly, since the last time I spoke, I've got quite a lot of animals going on. I've got a peacock and a white cat that both have like... Yeah, you're Joe Exotic. Honestly, Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's been going on in my life. So... I love it. It's either going well or going really badly, to be determined. <laughs> We need updates on on the white cat. I'm happy with the virtual one, but I'd be oh, very impressed I'm not ha- I'm if not happy with kind that. of you leave your bedroom right now and there's a little white cat knocking on That's your door. That's what I'm asking for. If the peacock wasn't clear. Yeah, or kind of like purring around your window. Exactly. I'm not asking for, to swipe up, see a fucking tic- uh, TikTok cat. I'm asking for TikTok a cat. pure white kitten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have specified <laughs> to the peacock I want a real life cat. <laughs> Stunning. And what does the peacock represent? Oh, so I was googling its arse off. I was saying because also what I was weird imagine. about the peacock is I have no feelings about peacocks at all. No prior connection. I've got no. I've got no stake in peacocks in any way. Um, <laughs> I don't give. You're like I privately give, commissioned for peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> I could give or take peacocks, but I was suddenly like I was. Go- I was googling, 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 and it just means googling galore. Honestly. It just means loads of shit, kind of, um, to be honest, beauty, love, confidence, all the things I represent. Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it. I didn't but... want to say it, but it does make perfect sense coming from me. Um, but yeah, so my, one of my spirit guides is a peacock. If anyone knows any further information on that, please do come forward. I invite you to make yourself known. Particularly the peacock. Yes. If, if you would like to give any further information, don't be shy. If you're still around me right now, um, please do come forward and <laughs> please tell me. And also, hurry up with that white cat. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear. Well, I was going to say, I just remembered quite the story. Okay, so here's the thing. I've been talking to my nan every day. You know that, but you listening don't don't know anything about me. <laughs> um, but I am calling my nan every day during the quarantine. Mm. And I mean, I was saying to... I was saying the other day, she has some great catchphrases, some of which we've mentioned here. Iconic. No child asked to be born, for one. It's true. You brought me here against my will and now I have to what? Get a job. Rude. How dare you? I didn't ask for this life. Absolutely rude. Others known as all men are selfish is a good one. Oh, that was my favourite today. <laughs> all men are selfish. Simple, snappy and correct. She said... I didn't say any more. Okay, no worries, Nan. You know what? I'll take your word I love for it. it. I'm <laughs> um, So the other day, this was the All Men Are Selfish day when she came out with that. And then she said, oh, I was talking to... It was actually really sweet. She was saying that one day, obviously pre-quarantine, pre-this sitch, she was out and about with her friends, two of her friends, and they were telling stories about men and laughing at them, etc., etc. <laughs> I got it. What a girl going. Yeah, honestly, such a girl girl gang. So she was like, okay, so one of my friends was saying that um, her husband, like, went out 
This is why all men are selfish, basically. This was the first justification. Because she said, her friend was explaining. I'm loving the evidence. Yeah, exactly. This is a case study. She's backed up her claim. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, my nan's friend, maybe let's call her Mary. (laughs) That's literally her name. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say Mary. (laughs) That's what her parents said in 1940. Maybe let's call her Mary. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely does not know how to work Spotify and find us, so it's fine. Yeah, so Mary was saying, um, back in the day, my husband drove me crazy because he went out one night gambling and he came back with not a penny before Christmas. And she said she had to ask her sisters to help her through Christmas. This is like probably 50 years ago. This is a long time ago. Oh my God. So there were fumes. She said she was up all night waiting. When's he going to get back? When's he going to go back? He came back, outturned pockets with nothing and here is why in the last episode i still stand by there is something so stunning about divorce well there we go that's a really good example yeah mary divorce that man so stunning to divorce him to be honest she might be i don't really know because these these women were speaking from i mean my nan is single any late any takers (laughs) (laughs) any takers by the end of this story there will be well not really um it's quite depping Oh, okay. So then her other friend, let's call her Carol, that's her name. Um, <laughs> saying, it was like, of course they would be called that. Anyway, Carol was saying, that reminds me about probably like, again, 50 years ago, maybe like 40 years ago. So this is quite, I mean, I'm not 40, are you? I haven't lived 40 years. I can't think 40 years in the past. Isn't that crazy, having that much life? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to be 45, imagine. Isn't that crazy? 45 years I've been here, like, how insane is that? Imagine what you would have learned at that point and, like, what kind of hold you would have over yourself, like, what knowledge, how you would know yourself. So, Carol said, that reminds me of one time my husband was going out and he was going to the pub, whatever, for a drink, just out and about, blah, 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 having a time of his life. This is on Christmas Eve. So Carol's like, okay, no mm-hmm. was, no was, no worries. I doubt she was saying no was. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, she's like an elderly woman. Blah, blah, blah. He's out having his fun. She's home, kind of whatever. Probably about 30 years old. Gets to like kind of half 11. She's like, huh, I thought he would have been back by now. Like he was only going to the pub. Like it's Christmas Eve. I thought he would have been back. Whatevs. Mm. I'll stay up. I'll stay up. Yeah, suddenly it's gone from no was to was. Yeah, big was. So she's waiting up. She's like, oh, I'm going to stay up and wait for him. It gets to like two o'clock in the morning. She's like, God, I'm exhaustedoed at this point. She's knackerooned. Yeah. And he's nowhere to be seen. That's strange because he's only gone out for like a little drink. Like weird that he's not here, right? Alarm bells are ringing. Alarm bells were ringing and police sirens were ringing. She called the police and said, my husband is missing. He is absent from my life. He's gone. (laughs) I cannot find him, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. My husband's gone. Oh, man. So then the police were like, whatevs, it'll be fine. We'll let you know if we hear anything. So whatever, Carol, she's just, you know, going about her her festivities, I guess, <laughs> for the remaining of Christmas Eve, wakes up Christmas morning. And it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, far from. Christmas morning, she wakes up, he's nowhere to be seen, knock on the door, it's the police. Uh-oh. So she opens the door and the police said, we found a body in the Thames yeah we no, found no, a body no, in the no, Thames no. this isn't god this really isn't when you said this isn't fun I didn't think this would be a story of death at the beginning <laughs> right let me, let me just... <laughs> so the police said we found Sorry. a body in the Thames you cannot bring this up at the beginning of a podcast I just told a story about a peacock and now you're and they found a body in the Thames seriously <laughs> <laughs> little does my nan know i'm monetizing every conversation that she tells me in confidence <laughs> joking Poor she loves Carol. this her husband's death has been monetized <laughs> <laughs> so they said there's a, a body been found in the thames ha- hang on we don't know he's dead yet all right sorry i'm laughing at that what the hell <laughs> <laughs> he might not be dead true it could be okay. anybody it could be anybody but either way christmas morning ha- happy christmas I need you to identify a body that we found in the Thames. <laughs> in the Thames, bleak. It's bad. It's it's not looking good, yeah. That water is from, like, 
the renaissance like that water is like henry the eighth saw that same water there's like plague in there anywho yeah anywho she goes down um and it's her husband's body and he was dead on christmas day <laughs> God, at every step it gets worse <laughs> and then it wasn't a very merry christmas and she never took another husband thank god she had a bit of fun in her life and now you know why are you telling me this <laughs> Well, that's what I said to my nan. I was like, at what point did you stop telling me funny (laughs) stories about men and started telling me about death? (laughs) It's like, God. And they parted this life as equals. Like, I didn't know this was a tale of feeling Literally. Oh my God, well, I'm so sorry for Carol. That's actually like one of the worst things I've ever heard. Right? Yeah, that's horrific. Well, this is why I think it's quite interesting because it's like this woman functions in her life as an elderly woman that is the experience that she has and that is her identity in the world we look at her and think elderly woman yeah wouldn't say boo to a fly or whatever it like do you know, yeah. wouldn't hurt a fly wouldn't say boo to a ghost i don't know what, what it is oh love that anyway yeah i wouldn't say boo to a ghost but also if there's a ghost why on earth would you say boo to it it's like the ghost is so that's my job yeah it's like did you just say my line like why did <laughs> you like, do that my line. you stepped on my line it's like Sorry, why did you do that? So anyway, you would look at Carol and think, little elderly old woman. I find it fascinating that, as we said, she's had that much life. Mm. And for her late 20s and 30s, I just, I mean, that's just crazy that I guess for a portion of her life would have been so consumed by this guy's death, her husband, on Christmas Day. Oh my God. So all men are selfish. Sorry, whatever your name is, RIP. Wait, so was that a suicide or was that like a murder? I think it was just an accident. Like he was obviously very drunk and just like threw himself into the Thames or whatever, like just moping about from pub to pub and just like fell in the Thames. It's quite a thing. Like Also, you still see that actually. Now, boys... I say boys and girls, but mostly boys get really, really drunk. You see it at like universities and stuff and they end up in rivers and their bodies are found and they're like 18 years old. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy, right? Yeah, that's fucking awful. Well, thanks for bringing... Yeah, so I just had to (laughs) to share that with all of you. Just in case any of you were managing to have a good time in quarantine, I just thought I'd take that away from you. (laughs) Well, I'm really sorry if you came here for a podcast about catfishing. You love Neve, you love Max, you love to see what's going on, you love MTV, but... The, the, to be honest, the least Should irrelevant... Known better. The least relevant show of all time. But we're coming in with stories about Carol's husband dying in a river. <laughs> so so can we hear some stats and stuff? Let's move straight to catfishing. Yes, definitely. Um, so on the poll... Yeah, I did a poll on the story. You all participated. Thank you very much. Merci beaucoup. Um, if you didn't, rude. Loads of you participated on the story and I thought it was really funny. I actually had an interesting time doing those questions because I kind of I try and manipulate you guys to give me what I want to hear but also one of the last question I think was a direct response off of what some of you had already started saying and the answers that were already starting to trickle through and that was does the insecurity of the catfisher to some extent excuse their behavior because I found there to be, mm, I just found quite particular interest in some of your answers in that the question catfishing is, and 96% of you, hundreds of you said immoral. Mm. 96% of you. Then versus why do people catfish? Because they're so sad, because they have such deep-seated psychological issues, blah, blah, blah. So true. I thought, okay, so... At first you said it was immoral, but then you said there were deep-seated psychological issues. Yeah. So then I asked, does the insecurity of the catfisher, to some extent, to some extent, excuse their behaviour? And 87% still said no. So I thought, all right, (laughs) forget it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm barking up the wrong tree here. It's not going to happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Can we hear the first stat? Like, can we go through the stats in order? I would love to hear, like, the beginning. Yes. So have you ever been catfished? I was surprised. 81% of you said no. Okay, interesting. Two in ten have been catfished, which is quite significant. I thought it was interesting because I... So I intentionally left the question quite vague, just so you guys could see for yourselves how you would take catfishing because there were definitely a lot of differences between what you guys would define as catfishing then we asked have you ever catfished somebody and asked you for your stories and we got some really good ones then 96 percent of you said that catfishing is immoral you gave some beautiful answers to why people would catfish and also how you would feel if you were catfished i've just seen someone said awesome smiley face you'd feel awesome would you (laughs) nice (laughs) 
And then does the insecurity of the catfish herd to some extent excuse their behaviour? 87% said no. So you guys hate, hate catfishes. You guys are pissed. You guys are actually pissed. Big time. I also thought it was interesting with all of the entire theme of the poll throughout all of the answers there are kind of two um understandings of catfishing that are coming through and i think one is kind of the old school mtv um sort of understanding of someone sort of an overweight girl who's not quite out of the closet yet pretends to be a boy to catfish a girl she found a pretty popular girl that she fancies that kind of understanding and that's everyone's like comes from insecurity all this stuff and Mm -hmm. then also there's this kind of more modern usage of the term catfish which is like kind of girls that wear too much makeup it's almost like hyperbolic yeah it's like girls that wear um makeup and like use good angles are catfishing and it's like okay so right and we'll get into both yeah and i think it's funny that it's a term that has always been used to kind of describe like um the like misfits of society and people that are so insecure they need to pretend to be an entirely different person and transition into kind of like a woman hating thing of like girls that wear makeup but it's like okay Mm -hmm. but we wear makeup because Mm -hmm. you've told us we're ugly without it so it's kind of it's interesting that it's turned into a patriarchal term almost stunning that that girls that have that use good pictures on their tinder on their tinder profile are now catfishing they're they're lying to men it's like okay well sorry like what did you want a picture of me literally what did you expect honestly where there's a will there's a way if they can turn it into a patriarchal Mm. um kind of attack yeah they absolutely will and it has been because there are a lot of people saying oh yeah i catfish because i use flattering photos it's like that's not catfishing that's not catfishing i hate that that's been you're literally functioning in society like you're just participating in the world that's been created to you you're doing what you've been told to do and now that is like deceptive and you're lying to men we're gonna have a lot to say about that okay should i get into some stories we can unpack what you guys said um okay so one that i found particularly interesting and i know you did too they say a friend and i did catfish for a day to this girl in year nine honestly bullies hashtag (laughs) private girl school We made a Facebook with really obvious face pictures. Each one was clearly different men as a joke and messaged and asked her about these really elaborate lies she was known to tell people not proud at all. You take it away because I think I know what you're going to say. Well, so before we started recording, I was watching um, Catfish Best catfish best bits i typed into youtube or catfish i think i typed in and it came up like most twisted episodes and i was like yes because as we've discussed before this that that's my dream job to be nebo max on catfish is my dream job um basically to go back in time 10 years and do that (laughs) is my dream job um but um so there was one of them one of the girls was like i'm doing this because i want popular girls to know they were catfishing popular girls basically and they're like i want you to know how it feels and they made like what she would think would be a fake an obviously fake profile Mm. but it's like it's so interesting that urge to do that to kind of cool or popular people or pretty people it's like just to get back at somebody it's this weird urge to like trick them and um kind of flip the power structure yeah it's almost like make them see you and make them like and impact their life it's like what's this weird urge to be um seen and like torture cool people (laughs) literally that yeah obviously you're in a huge position of privilege if you are pretty and cool but it's like a lot of the trends in catfish are an unpopular person in the scheme of high school because it's very obviously american um, an unpopular person trying to reach out to a popular person trying to access that the that level yeah and some ways it's coming from like an admiration like they fully are just in, enamored by that person i think more it's coming from like that sadistic yeah and then on the other side it's like i'm trying to get back at you like i i, I think it's like i want to see you hurt yeah which i understand the urge if you've been hurt by that person totally it's sick but i completely understand if you've been bullied by that person you want to be like see you want to get your own back but it's such a specific way where you're tricking them that they're in love with you Mm. it's so it's so specific it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, 
things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think it's interesting because... In the traditional sense of catfish, it, it has to be very elaborate. I know this person said that they've used like very obviously fake profiles or whatever. And obviously, I guess in their experience, it was obviously fake. But maybe that's down to the discretion of whoever it is. Yeah. It's down for you to decipher what's fake and what's not, particularly yeah. online and particularly back when you were at school. It's a, it's a You have to spend a lot of time in order to get your revenge. You're spending a lot of time thinking about someone who you think is really bad. You've got to make an email address, then make a Facebook account, say, then make, like, they're all their friends, create this whole system. Well... It's bizarre. Yeah. And this person spent a day doing that. But if you're really properly trying to get revenge and, like, invested in it, you spend weeks, if not months, if not years, mm-hmm. trying to create and then maintain a relationship with that person so that you know they're always still hooked on you. Yeah, and dependent on you fully. It's such a strange impulse. Um, Me and my friend once catfished, created a catfish Twitter. So I understand a little bit, I'm going to tell you about it, but I understand a little bit the idea of like spending time curating this world because we were in year eight or nine, like very young, and we made a Twitter. We weren't aiming it at anyone in particular. It's like a weird thing of wanting to access like a level of like model-esque popularity I guess because we created it was a Twitter for this girl that we completely made up called like Zelda someone like Zelda flower face or something (laughs) like and a beautiful beautiful girl um, and found this picture of this like beautiful like long haired girl and we would just tweet from her saying like lol like so hungry like lol like just watching blah 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 for what purpose for no purpose we both had the login and we both kind of I think we were trying to tweet like one direction and people like that ah we were trying to like get like youtubers to see us i don't really know what it was but it's interesting so interesting that we had the urge to do that and it was very much framed as a joke but it's still like i see how these things start you get attached to zelda you get attached to zelda and think oh well i can just live as zelda for a bit and now that boy i can see how that would happen yeah attached to the buzz of how easy it is as a child as an insecure child because i was gonna say it's not even how easy it is to get the urge to do it yeah yeah but it's how easy it is how accessible it is to do it i know it's like an investment you have to sit and do it but if you can be bothered to do the admin and the like bureaucracy of catfishing someone it's very easy you sit and you... It's an elaborate process, but it's it's simple. You don't have to be particularly, like, academic. Exactly. It's it's literally the most mundane thing. You set up a social media. It's so easy. I think because social media is so pervasive and so to judge and be judged, it's so, like, if you understand um, just the, the social impact of social media, if you can fake a whole person that you know would do well on social media... And especially if you, from, I mean, I know Catfish is literally the most irrelevant show we could be discussing, like other podcasts, are like, so Tiger King, even that's fucking done now. And we're like, so Catfish, Neve and Max. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no one is talking about Catfish. <laughs> but if we're talking about in that sense of the word, it's usually people that, so when it comes out of like, we finally found, do you remember that guy that was like, clap, clap, like clapping? He's like, so you're gay? And he's like, no, is it, but you catfished a man. You got me there. Also, it was like a really weird scenario. It's like, well, this is what I wanted to talk about. Okay, so if you're in love with a catfish, who are you really in love with? Well, I was just having this debate with my mum 
just now. Yeah, fill me in. So she, I was telling my mum, we're just about to record on catfish. I was like, what, like catfishing, what's your thoughts on it? And she was saying, well, there's this old story. Do you know the story of... I can't remember what it was. And I was just like, no, <laughs> but go on. And it's some old story. I can't remember his fucking name. Oh, it's like Sergio de Buriac or something like that. It rings a bell, but I don't know what it... But okay. I've never heard of it. But it's this old story. And she was saying that someone, some like old prince or something... Um, and it's fictional, got, fell in love with this girl, but he couldn't write, and he got this, paid this ugly man with, like, a big nose or something to write letters to this girl, and she fell in love with the writing, and then she found out that it was him and didn't love him, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. But then I was saying, I don't feel like the victim in that story is the ugly man, who the girl is so shallow, she didn't pick him. Both of those deceived this girl. Exactly, yeah. I think she is the victim. So I think it's really interesting that's framed as in you fell in love with the writing. No, I didn't because the very act of writing is deceptive. Exactly. So it discounts the entire thing. I didn't fall in love with your words because every the subtext of every single one of your words was, was a lie. the fact that you're willing to literally lie to me. Yeah. So I'm not in love with your words. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, I think that's such a funny argument. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's really interesting because it is that thing of, yeah, so who were you in love with? But it's like you weren't yeah, in love with any lie. of it. You were in love with a made-up construct. Beyond the fact that most relationships, I think, are built on the projection exactly. of that person and your idealised image of that person anyway. Yeah. And then throw that level of deception on top of catfishing. Uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and you expect, because they all come out at the end of that of that show. And I think probably in real life as well and say, oh, well, you fell in love with me. You were writing this. It's still me. It's still me. It's like, well, it isn't still you because my idea of who you were is not someone that would do this. Doesn't exist. Yeah. And I think that kind of relationship, as in a a relationship, a sort of virtual relationship, allows such a level of projection of your own ego and your own self that you're not in love with anyone other than your own mind. You're not in love with that person. You're in love with something you've created. We do that in our own relationships just in life. My projection of who you are is not really you. It's who I've projected you to be. Yeah, and sometimes I might do something that shows you who I am and you don't like it because it doesn't fit with... Do you know what I... Like, but imagine we were only talking online or like our, our relationship with influencers and things like that. It's like we're just projecting. Yeah, well, the most of the world is... It's all perception. So do you think... I mean, I thought it was nice i guess how they put at the end not proud at all do you think they should feel ashamed because 96 percent of you said that catfishing is immoral immoral and i didn't put the alternative as moral i put the Mm. alternative as fine it's fine fine because i kind of think it's fine right fine i wouldn't if i knew someone was i guess it's really circumstantial yeah i think each the word is too vague yeah for what if for each specific thing like if you watch i an episode of cabbage one of the most traumatic one of the most twisted episodes of cabbage you look at that and go that's immoral that person is completely betraying the trust of this innocent person blah 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 but when you look at um someone setting up a fucking instagram of a pretty girl and they're at home and they've been bullied and you can see their insecurities not all deception and betrayal is equal exactly and also i don't believe we both don't believe that people are inherently good little angels in life walking through life um and society has corrupted them i do believe everyone is kind of gray and mixed so i'm not thinking if you do if you catfish someone you're fucked up, you are so evil. It's like, no, the world is a fucked up place. It's so fucked. You're just participating. And also, I do think there is a responsibility for the... Okay, I don't want to be victim... I'm really going to frame this in a not-victim-blaming way. Because <laughs> obviously you yeah, have been completely betrayed. Because that's not what you mean. <laughs> it's completely you have been betrayed. But some of the people, when you watch Catfish... <laughs> Ten years ago when you watched Catfish... <laughs> <laughs> it is so obvious what is happening like they can't facetime you for years and years and years they haven't they're asking you to send them money and blah 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 blah. it's like okay that there must be a part of you that knows this is a lie like you are willing this to be true but you know it's a lie like the fact they reach out well if you're going on catfish yeah you know it's not true like it's there is a responsibility with the internet especially now that is if someone isn't fucking facetiming you Come on. Yeah, particularly now, if someone's not FaceTiming you, 
it, it's pretty apparent what's going on there. Yeah. It's like you're lying to yourself as much as they're lying to you at that point. Yeah, maybe benefit of the doubt at the beginning of Catfish, it was a different time and not everyone totally. had access maybe to a front-facing camera or just the kind of circumstance, yeah, that would allow them to, to FaceTime with someone. But I think now, if, if someone's managed to find you online... They can show you their face online. And it just so happens, like, on the day they're supposed to meet you, oh, my car broke down, and, oh, but... And now I need £2,000, please. Could you transfer me? And I can't pay it. But it's just like, look, use your brain. Like, it, it, have you ever read the news? Have you ever read the news? Yeah, run an absolute mile. It's like, there are a lot of people out there, whether they're evil or they're, um, they've got low self-esteem or whatever reason, mental health issues, whatever the reason, there are a lot of people that will take advantage for, of you. There is a responsibility of logging onto the internet that you are going to have your best mm. interest. You're going to be smart about things. Yeah, because not everywhere is a safe space. He might look like Zac Efron, but he also might steal all your money. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> literally that. Okay, should we get into another? Yeah, definitely. I thought this one was pretty interesting. They said, I don't know if this is catfishing, but I've talked to people without intending to meet them in person. As in, if they ever wanted to, I'd avoid the topic or lie about where I lived. Sometimes I just preferred to keep internet friends on the internet because of self-confidence. Social anxiety did a number on me in my younger years, but I'm a different person now with confidence and I'm a lot more outgoing. Congrats. Um, I found that really interesting. Same. I love to hear from a catfisher. From a catfish. Yeah. Well, I found it interesting that they said, let me read it exactly word for word. Sometimes I just preferred to keep internet friends on the internet. And then they said because of self-confidence, but you could have left it there. Sometimes you want to keep internet friends on the internet and that I think in itself is fine. It's when you attach it to... You're not going into your internet friendship saying, by the way, I want this to just be an internet friendship, so I'm going to be honest with you. Exactly. It depends on what their perception of it. Do they know that this is just an internet friendship or are they planning on transitioning this into a, a IRL relationship? Yeah. But then also interesting that it was because of self-confidence and social anxiety that like every kid is dealing with. But then 96% of people think it's immoral. Do you know what I mean? I find it hard to say that that kid is immoral? Well, I struggled with... When, when you asked the question, because you did the, this sort of question, lots of questions... Questionnaire. This did this little questionnaire. I was going through on my own personal account, um, going through, what do I think? And I struggled with the last one and I probably sat for about a good five seconds on this one and I thought, do I actually think it's moral? Because yes, it is down to societal, um, societally projected insecurities and all of this stuff. But then I was thinking, everyone has also suffered with um, insecurities and low self-esteem and all of these things. And yes, some people have it a lot worse. But I still think it's your responsibility to not harm other people. And I do think the impact, whether it's the intent or not, the impact of catfishing is a lot of pain for another person, usually. So I actually do think it's immoral because I was thinking, is it just a vulnerable person? But I actually think you are actually causing pain to another person. So I do think it's not an ethical thing to do even though it's it's not entirely their fault it's not ethical i completely agree i think maybe it's not so much immoral as it is that person's moral compass literally doesn't exist yet yeah as in they barely have a sense of self let alone a sense of like ethical reasoning completely and like morals to align themselves to so wait what did this girl say she did talk to people without intending to meet them and if they ever wanted to they'd avoid the topic or lie about where they lived so they would basically talk to people talk to people and then do whatever they could to get out of the reality of like being good friends yeah it's a classic catfish situation of oh my car's broken down oh i've actually moved house actually like my mum's coming around that day i can't it's just so oldest trick in the book just like come up with anything you can i also just think why are people still talking to you like why when they (laughs) no not as in why do you tell friends but why are these people that when you're saying oh I've moved oh I can't meet you oh I can't um webcam with you whatever the terminology was back in the day um why are they they know you're lying right you know what it is how can you see clearly when you're blinded by the sun our favorite fucking quote of all time can we let that sink in how can you see clearly when you're blinded by the sun a minute silence for that quote <laughs> and it's so true so you're, you're catfishing someone you've built up this projection of how much you love them and how perfect you are and probably your your wedding and how many kids you're gonna have because you're an idiot and you're thinking oh wow i can't wait for it oh th- but they can't facetime that's it can't be mm. that it can't be a lie it's definitely real i definitely believe them 
please. Isn't it interesting that the catfisher and the catfishy, I think in many ways, have something in common in that the catfisher has been driven to catfish because of their own insecurity and self-esteem issues often. And the catfishy the person who is being catfished will stay in this cycle and stay in the relationship with that person out of their own self-esteem issues and their insecurities. And they're mirrored in so many ways, but they play out so differently. Totally. And sometimes they're just the right kind of magnets and it's the perfect fit. You're so fucking right. Because if you think about it, it's like, okay, so if the slum flower, if someone tried to catfish the slum flower... It's not gonna fucking it's work, not gonna is it? Happen, because she's, it? you know what? When you say, "Oh, my car's broken down," she's not. She's dro- she's dipping out at that second. She goes, "Oh wait, okay, no." She literally hasn't replied to you straight. You your first message to her, she didn't reply. Yeah, you said, "How are you?" She thought, oh, "I'll try a bit harder, mate." Didn't reply. So it's like it it shows such a level of um low self esteem to engage with these people that are giving you such little, su- um, such a little amount of how available you are. You're asking them to meet you. And they're saying, oh, I can't, my car isn't working, but I actually need you to transfer me. Often they can't because, yeah, exactly. They can't because, and they'll make themselves seem super vulnerable out of this. Do you know what I mean? It will be, I can't because I'm seriously ill or something like that. I was going to say, it's really common for, on the show, that 10 years ago, if anyone watched it, um, if anyone could think back this far, um, it was really common for them to, like, kill off their catfishes and say, oh, I've got cancer. Yeah. Cancer was so common. Yeah. And it's like... You know what it is? Easy kill. Yeah. Easy kill. It's quite, it's lazy. It's like, how do you get out of a character out of a fucking TV series? Just kill them off. Do you know what? It's bad. It's lazy script writing. It's bad writing, yeah. It's so lazy. But it, it kind of also is the only thing that works. It's like, oh, how do I press the delete button on a human being that I've created. Yeah, you have to kill them. <laughs> but you can't just dispose of somebody. You literally have to kill them off. Without anyone going digging. But it's also like, um, I don't know, it's such a weird human impulse to create someone that has a romantic thing and then a huge drama of death. And it's just like, oh my God, it's such a weird instinct to want to kill the person that you've just created. I don't know how to pronounce this word, but it's, I think you'll know because you watched that thing on Stars Play or whatever it's called. It's like Munchausen's Munchausen's by proxy. Well, no, by proxy is when you're doing something. Munchausen's, Munchausen's, but that's not by proxy. Yeah. It literally is Munchausen's. And it, well, how do you say it? Munchausen's. It's so that of like, I needed attention and now I'm going to get it by not only being someone who in my world I think would be super desirable, but also it's just vulnerable enough. I just need you to care for me. I just need you to nurture me. I've got cancer, for example. It's literally like, I'm perfect, but I'm chronically, severely, terminally ill. It's like, what is that urge? What is that human urge? There's a thing, I actually wrote my dissertation on this, um, about this Freudian thing called the death drive. And I wrote about it in the connection to sex and death in dystopian literature naturally but i think that the death drive is so interesting because it's kind of so we have like um sex drives and things like that but the death drive is like a a drive that we all have towards our own death and that we all kind of secretly want to die because it's this like complete place of like calm and like stasis and like nothing is Mm -hmm. it's kind of the um, ultimate state of safety nothing can happen to you because you're dead so this weird freudian thing we don't know if we believe this it's freud so to kill your catfish character that you've created it's like there clearly is this weird urge to suffer it's sadism it's masochism it's um, masochism i wonder what the connection would be between a catfisher who has this munchausen's issue style issue going on where they're kind of the perfect person super ideal and also are so kind of weighed down by the burdens and the struggles of life the struggles of illness etc etc and even faking their death because it's it's like pleasurable to fake your death and not just faking their death to get out of the catfish situation calmly but like faking their death just to carry on sometimes they fake their death and then they have the friend come in and be like oh my god blah blah blah, they died and then they carry on from a different person yeah yeah because there's this whole network and they probably already know the friend and blah 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 and it's this whole network that they've built up over years so bizarre It's like, you thought you wanted to kill it off, but you couldn't let it go. Yeah, it's like you were in too deep with one of them. So I wonder what the relationship is between people who do that and people who actually will end up dying by suicide. Because it's so self-hating to escape your own life 
and create an- another one. It's like the ultimate form of escapism. Because also, you really are just like sat at your computer all day. Back when Catfish the TV show was happening, this isn't even so much from like apps on your phone. This is like sitting at like a desktop computer. This is like a big old PC. Yeah, you go to work all day, then you come home. And you are, like, excited to go on your fucking big, yeah, family computer and do this. Should we talk about the other side of catfishing, as in the angles? I'm a catfish. I'm just such a catfish. Oh, my God, I'm a catfish. Totally. Somebody said, well, lots of you said, something along the lines of, all the time I catfish people because I don't look like my pics. Laughing face, laughing face. Thoughts? So this is the... I think it's so sad. This is kind of the women hating section. I think it's so sad that women have. <laughs> this is the women hating section. Join us. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just so tragic that women have been told that they need to uphold a certain standard of how they look, but at the same time are now told that they're catfishing people. It's like, no, no, that term is for people that are pretending to be an entirely different person. Like, it's just so sad that makeup and doing your hair and getting dressed and performing femininity in a patriarchal way has been turned into like an act of like evil if anyone remembers a online first of all i'll be shocked but second of all he was one of the a online he was this guy and he was one of the big pushers of like take a girl swimming on the first date and him and a bunch of other um this was even before this is pre take a girl swimming on the first date can I just say that's one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard? Take a girl swimming on the first date. Is that how about don't date me? How about fuck off? I'm not interested. It's just how dare you? How fucking dare you? So there was just. Well, also, first of all, how dare you think I would go swimming for a first date? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Literally that. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to impress me. I'm not. What? I'm bringing my swimming cap. Like, bizarre. I'm wearing my goggles. Absolutely bizarre. Flippers. If you think that's what a first date with me would look like, you are out of your goddamn mind. Sorely mistaken, yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, go on, carry on. I can't wait to hear the rest of this nightmare. Oh, it's such a shame. Well, so th- there was a huge thing. This is kind of 2011, I would say. 2010, 2011. So this is a long time ago. I don't know why this episode is such a throwback. Some of you probably weren't even alive at that time. <laughs> huge messaging of... um. I remember specifically a video that somebody made saying a viral video from like a London vlogger. Probably he doesn't make videos anymore. <laughs> he's, he might be yeah. dead. Like it's a long time ago. Saying if a girl wears makeup, if you, a girl, are wearing makeup, you are a liar. Because to wear makeup is to lie. There is so much fucking patriarchal shit in this. Because... You don't look how you look. You are deceiving in your appearance. Therefore, you are a liar. And it was framed to be a really super hilarious, so funny, so charming viral vid. When obviously in 2020, most of us would know that to just be the complete epitome of misogyny. Do you really think a woman goes into her makeup bag starting to lie? You hate women. You hate women. Just leave it there. I've heard enough. That's really got um, incel, um, sort of essence of incel to it. Yes. Kind of, women lie to us, we hate them. That's why they don't want me, because they're all liars. Ugh, you're so bitter I can taste it on my tongue. Fuck off. That's disgusting. It's like, okay, have you ever spoken to a girl? Have you ever spoken to a girl? Has a girl ever spoken to you? Get a grip. Yeah, that's so embarrassing. Just say you hate women and go. You're going to shoot a girl. You're going to shoot people. Like, (laughs) get away from me. You're a murderer. Yeah. You watched your mum getting hit by your dad. So you don't value women. I mean, this is absolutely... That is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. So why are they saying take her swimming? So the makeup will come off or to, like, see her weight? Is it both? Oh, I... I've never thought about it in a weight way. I thought it was like, so she can't lie to you. Like, you see her body wow. as well. Like, you see her with wet hair, no makeup in her body and her full true body. Well, I was also going to say, I think it's particularly abhorrent because it comes from a black man who very openly and publicly, no surprises here, was um, being so horrific about black women. I mean, you could have seen it coming. It's so... um... My God, it's horrific. Yeah, it's just horrific. A black woman made you. Just be quiet. It's honestly making my skin crawl. You have given this world for women to live in. Please don't, please don't take it out on them when they start living in it, please. 
because it's your world. You made them do this. You told us, you literally said to all of us, you put it in magazines, put it on the TV, you put it in all your language, that girls are fucking ugly without makeup. They need to be thin, they need to have this kind of hair, they need to have these kind of eyes, they need to have this small little nose, and they need to be fucking exactly this image of a size fucking zero. And then the second they conform to that, go... They're all lying bitches. Well, that's why it's telling, because can you see a black girl getting into the swimming pool with her weave? Absolutely not. This is horrific. It's so hateful. I never thought of it in a weight way too, but that's so true. Or just in a body way. Well, that's just instantly how I would read into that. Yeah. So isn't it interesting that a man can just so frivolously... He's probably monetized that video. He's probably made money off of that video. It definitely boosted his either infamy or just like fame on YouTube. And yet every woman will hear that statement and think something different. And for most women... It goes straight into the heart and straight into the self-esteem and you'll never go swimming again. And it will just sit there somewhere. Like, every time you go swimming, you kind of think, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Because I only take pictures from the neck up and now I'm swimming and everyone knows the truth. You're a liar. Oh, get grip. It makes me fumes. It's so easy as well for, like, insecure men to fucking retweet shit like that and kind of... Or any man, just to see that. And it so validates your idea of, like, yes... I'm honest, women equal liars, are men good, women bad, all of this stuff that we already, they, we're already told every fucking day, I deserve more money, they don't, like, it that feeds into the whole thing of, like, when I go swimming, nothing changes, when a girl goes swimming, oh, we see all the patriarchy rub off her, it's yeah. like, I particularly hate men on the internet, because there's such a desire to ridicule the female experience, yeah. There's a real desire to, and it really comes with that Western perspective of like, oh, we have equality now. It's a joke. Women don't have a sense of humour. Women aren't funny. But get back in the kitchen. Women aren't funny though. So why are you reusing a joke that came out in 1957? You're, you don't seem very funny to me. You seem like a fucking waste of time. Also, with that thing of um, take a girl swimming on the first date, do you not think that kind of frames women as like materialistic? It frames them as like they've got all this stuff that they're like hiding their trueness with but it almost frames us as like um very like shallow yeah we've straightened our hair and we don't want to get our hair wet and it's like but there's a reason why because i'm performing for you if you don't want me to perform you wouldn't be on a fucking date with me and if i wasn't performing i wouldn't be getting paid as much as you it's just crazy shit like that oh that's so upsetting things that i wish i never fucking heard that isn't it crazy that's so gutting wish i never what did you say i wish i never heard that honestly i wish i never laid eyes on you <laughs> honestly men are amoebas on fleas on rats honestly amoebas on fleas on rats the cunts how dare you tweet that how dare you tweet that and think that's clever all men are selfish a wise woman once said yeah, but they'll know it's clever because they'll get the retweets to back it. They think that's so hilarious. It's a real community that needs to be eradicated, in my opinion. I didn't want to have to say it. I don't want to be the one to have to do it, but I will. It's ruined my day. It's ruined my summer. It's crazy, right? It's ruined my swimming lessons. Okay, something that I found interesting. Um, they said about using certain angles on dating apps quite a lot of people said that but someone in particular said i usually bail on those dates anyway because then i'm scared they won't like the real me i hate that well isn't that such a cycle of it's so counterintuitive Mm -hmm. because so you're you're maintaining the dating app cycle but the struggle is real the struggle is not the struggle is gonna continue because you're not actually going on the dates yeah and that's when catfish the second understanding of catfish of the patriarchal girls all catfishes steps into the territory of Neve and Max, cat, MTV catfish, of like, I'm not going to meet you because of my own insecurities. Yeah. It's like we need to differentiate differentiate between normal insecurities of, oh yeah, of course all my pictures look better than I am because they're pictures. Of course, they're staged. They're, everyone's are. Them. Just because boys' pictures of them disgusting holding a fucking beer with their mate. Just because boys have never been taught how to take a photo because it doesn't really matter what they look like online. Yeah. You're now going to suffer for that. You don't need to suffer. Literally, I honestly swear, the second you get on the date, they're happy as hell. They're losers. They're fucking losers, these guys. Yeah, they should be so lucky. I think the thing that we all need to understand in life is that men are not these cool people that we've made them up to be. Like, we've made them out to be these fucking great guys who we're lucky to be there. Seriously, they're lucky. They, They genuinely feel happy that you're there. And if they don't... 
absolutely sack that off big time if they literally said oh you don't look like your pictures uh, well what did you think a pi- what did you think a picture was then idiot? give me the name i need the names give me his at send me their at if anyone ever does that name and shame send them our way they'll have a field day on high Stats. they'll be so fucking confused that is so sad that someone would have internalized misogyny to that extent that they would genuinely think a picture of them and their real self they they cannot align like they can't even show their they can't show their face in this town no more because they <laughs> they've had to conform to the patriarchy no no oh, it's again that example of women missing out on life experience because of the patriarchal standards that are required to participate on earth for the same reasons that we feel that we can't go to the shops without fucking makeup on we can't go swimming because they'll see our bellies they can't um sort of walk home from the tube on our own late at night because we'll get attacked it's like there's so many levels of control here we can't eat fucking carbs after 4 p.m bullshit just so much bullshit we heard some people saying that once that's why i used that as an example We really did mothers, no less. We had some mothers. We were sitting on the beach and we had some a group, of, uh, literally a mothers meeting behind us, saying, "I'm trying this thing where I don't need carbs after four pm." And we just thought, "Tut tut tut," the patriarchy again. Like such a shame. Such a shame because pasta tastes really good at like eight pm. I think it all comes down to how willing are you to keep missing out on your own life? Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy to reject everything you've been told since you were. It's really hard. <laughs> Literally, essentially a fetus from inside the womb. All, all pre-planned for you. He, overhearing the patriarchy going on, you thought, oh God, no, don't tell me I've got to go out there. Lo and behold, nine months later, you did. It's like, please, when I look down, there'll be a penis. Hopefully everyone gets to a point where they think, oh, I can't actually put up anymore. And you consciously challenge those decisions because whilst we will always continue to be living in the patriarchy and have internalized patriarchal tendencies and misogynistic tendencies etc etc for as long as this continues which spoiler it will i hate to say the more you don't go on those dates if you really wanted to go on them the more you're missing out and do you really want to live a life where you miss out and it confirms your suspicion every time yeah it's good i didn't go on that because I'm really ugly. Yeah, where do you draw on the line? Do you think you've come to a point where you've thought genuinely, fuck the patriarchy, I am going, (laughs) hashtag fuck the patriarchy, but I'm going to (laughs) live without fear? Because I think I come to that point every day and I also fight against that every day. Like, kind of, I have fear every day. What about you? Yeah, I think, um, I hate to bring it back to my nan, but also I don't, I quite love it. Iconic. The queen. It becomes pretty obvious to me when i mean my nan's sitting there saying all men are selfish etc etc and she would identify herself as a feminist and has lived that way her whole life yeah but when i hear how excited she is to know kind of what the girls are up to these days the conversations that we are having and the conversations that i know you guys are having because i see it Mm -hmm. in our dms and i love it yeah you guys are fucking cool yeah the way that the world has changed the fact that these conversations are can be facilitated the fact that this conversation between you and i can happen the fact that people like you listening will listen and hopefully to somewhat agree you know like somewhat enjoy what we're saying yeah the fact that there is an understanding even of the word patriarchy and to know that it exists in my mind is such and that it directly affects you yeah is such a challenge already i think Every single yeah, every single day you challenge the patriarchy just by being here, by daring to open your mouth for a second, your dumb little mouth. Yeah, and then I think the more and more you think about it, the more and more you talk about it, the more and more aware you become of it, and probably the more aware you are of it, the least you like it, <laughs> and then the more likely you are to challenge it because you don't fucking like it, you're not happy about it. You can't go swimming without feeling like you're um sort of taking off this crazy disguise you're taking off like what those those glasses with a fake nose and a moustache taking them off like your little disguise you've been wearing yeah Sorry, exactly no. well it's true no matter how you swim you're making a statement you, you're swimming with a big old belly out you're making a statement you're swimming in a tiny little bikini stick thin you're making a statement you're swimming with a false face of makeup on you're making a statement you're swimming like a drowned rat no makeup on you look horrific in the yeah. eyes of the patriarchy you're making a statement everything you do 
someone will be annoyed at and chances are there'll be a selfish man <laughs> dear oh dear fuck this shit fuck this fucking shit fuck this shit I think our overriding message is if you're feeling bad about the way that you present yourself online, yeah, you shouldn't consider yourself a catfish because you're literally just a human being in a patriarchal world Yeah, that is so preoccupied with image. If you genuinely think you've been talking to someone and you think, I'm not going to go on that date because if they see me, they won't find me attractive. Just know that that is playing into the worst impulses that the patriarchy has literally force fed you from birth. And it's nothing to do with you. It's absolutely nothing to do with you that you think that. Yeah, and I'm sorry that they haven't made you feel secure and worshipped enough in your own amazing self. I know that sounds like super cliche, but it's so true. It is true. If you're really like houndering after somebody who just makes you feel confused or insecure or like you're... you kind of know deep down they're actually not interested in you because they're not committing to you and they're not giving you what you've asked for a couple of times and now you're too embarrassed to ask for it again. Just suck them off, get rid. I think we all need to be so much more confident and comfortable with rejecting. Like, obviously, we all need to be so comfortable with rejection, but I think we need to get so comfortable with rejecting other people because Mm. so many people... I've seen just accept the first person that has shown interest, the first person that has picked them. Yeah. They're like, oh, wow, they feel feel so lucky to have been chosen that they forget that it's their choice too. You don't, I know you think you like them, but you just like them because they're showing you interest. Like, what about Mm -hmm. that person, that specific person is appealing about them? The more available you are, the more shit you will attract. And I think as young girls, often you are so aware of if you're being polite, if you're making a man uncomfortable. Being acceptable. Yeah, and it's not about that. If you're not... If someone's not serving you, get rid. I'm getting angry. (laughs) Give me my lip balm, I'm getting angry. (laughs) I need to calm down. Honestly, it's like, have opinions. Be as unacceptable as possible. Like, it's so hard, but I'm really having to, like, make a conscious effort every day to be as unacceptable as possible. Like, I really Mm -hmm. don't want to be accepted by this wide system of, like, my own oppression. Like, why on earth would I be complicit in that? I think part of higher priestess and all the stuff that we're doing is, like, we want to actually actively not live by those standards. Yeah. reject them and go swimming even though you look like a fucking drowned rat and you saw some tweet that didn't sit right with you that said oh yeah take a girl swimming on the first date no i'm not gonna go swimming with you on a fucking first date i'll go fucking swimming with my friends not going anywhere with you i'll go fucking swimming on my own you can't you think i'm going on a date with you oh god i'm i'm angry about that like i'm angry about a tweet that was tweeted 11 years ago yeah i know same <laughs> like, i hate living here yeah <laughs> Fully. Because there's people, to be honest, there's people retweeting it as we speak. And there's girls feeling bad about it as we fucking speak. Me right now, to be honest. Yeah, but I know for a fact, both of us know, because we see it every, every day we get a message about mm-hmm. what someone said to you, what some stupid guy said to you, and what you said back, and how you've stood up for yourself in a situation like that, or how, do you know what I mean? How you've moved on to so many better things, or what you've realised about yourself. The rebellion. It's just, <laughs> I can literally see it happening, I can see it changing, and... I'm so Truly, the revolution. I love it. I'm a bit fumigated, but I love it. <laughs> Same. I've, like, got a fire in my stomach that I cannot explain. Like, I feel the need to go swimming right now and do handstands. I'm actually really good at handstands, that's the thing. In water? Like, I do handstand after handstand. Oh, can't do them for shit out of water. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I've never ever seen you do a handstand. (laughs) You wouldn't, you wouldn't, because it would never happen. Got no arm muscle at all. But I'm really good. I I can hold my breath. I... Part of my Percy Jackson love is, if you haven't seen it, but he's the son of Poseidon. <laughs> um, quick detail. <laughs> he's the son of Poseidon and he can hold his breath for like 10 minutes underwater. So I was in training from a very early age to be able to hold my breath because I thought I was the daughter of Poseidon. Right. Um, and I can now do flip after flip in a swimming pool. So if you take me on a date swimming for the first day and you think it's a patriarchal trick... If you're in for a shock... <laughs> Just wait till you see those handstands. You're in for an absolute treat. I'm going to be flipping after flip. You won't even see me the whole day. I'm going. (laughs) 
love it. If someone asks you to go on a fucking swimming date with them and it's a fucking weird test to see what you look like without makeup and without your fucking weave in, just flip their ass out. Just flip, 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 flip round. And then get their little penis out and say, oh my God, you're such a liar. You didn't tell me you had a small dick. Bye. Genius. Yes. Cunts. These fucking cunts. Ugh. I'm shaking my head. I'm sh- My whole body is fucking shaking. I'm permanently shaking my head these days. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm palpitating. Like, I'm literally, like, shaking. Fuck these cunts. For- Let's get out of here. Let's get out. We'll leave you with this feeling. <laughs> Let's get out of here. We're out of here. <laughs> I've got an added level layer of bleach to my hair, so, you know. Stunning. I can't wait to see. It's looking cool. Well, we'll speak to you next time in the next app. Yeah. Next time... Time. <laughs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Seen what? Crocodile. <laughs> bye. <laughs> what is it? Fucking same. Oh, whatever. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>